Self-proclaimed high-value males. Self-proclaimed wannabe high-value males. Self-proclaimed alpha males. Self-proclaimed wannabe alpha males. Self-proclaimed feminists. Self-proclaimed wannabe feminists. Self-proclaimed strong independent don't need a man. Self-proclaimed I don't need a man type woman. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Insanity! Cloud Chaser by the name of Christian Paul. And finally, 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 we get to talk to the ladies. Um, based on Cam News comments, I'm very, very well aware that it's like there's like a lot of modern women and a lot of feminists that really lose their minds on uh, Cam's comments on uh, Million Dollar uh, being the guest of Million Dollars Worth a Game by Barcel Sports, um, from what I'm recognizing. You know, with um, the woman and uh, the boss chick mindset, basically referring the uh, woman and the boss between the two, um, basically what he means, um, traditional women um, and modern women, right? So I, I, I can understand a lot of, um, a lot a lot of frustration by a lot of women in regards to that, especially the ones that have successful careers and what they do. Um, I know there's some OnlyFans, you know, I got some OnlyFans women as well um, that actually do OnlyFans for a living or just do OnlyFans on the side while they're able to handle off their bills and all that are very upset by that matter as well. Um, before I dig deep into a detail, let me try to go back um, to uh, my personal life here to see if I can try to come to a place of understanding so I can try to relate a little bit better because I know I'm going to do my best to try to minimize as much of the tension as possible. Words-wise, that you know, people like the won't lose their minds. If you know what I mean. So, um, as many of you guys well know, um, I'm the autistic kid that grew up with a younger sister, um, and uh, basically a father who is a nephrologist and a mother who is a top-notch litigation attorney who graduated from Harvard Law. Um, at the age of thirty, she's literally out like doing like some cases. You know, 29, 30, when she had me. He's literally out doing some like big time cases, um, running stuff like being like in the top of business firms and everything. Ended up running an old firm, small market firm for a handful of years, for about five to ten years, uh, before she went to like a big time firm, where she was later promoted a man in a matter of years um, to managing partner, where she's going in as a managing partner, and she's been doing big things nationwide um, ever since. So that would be like a real good legitimate definition of a boss shit, right? And we had a nanny growing up as well behind the scenes. Um, both mom and dad, um, where they were growing up, they did contribute on each other financially. They can, they 
continue to look out for our well-being. Um, mom really paid for the mortgage. Um, basically, dad did his own thing. Um, paying for our schooling, um, paying for our, like our phone bills, um, life bills, um, getting our way through cars, like basically assisting us through like apartment housing. You know, like the whole nine yards, making sure that the both of us were straight. You know, and D also has has kept this in the straight and narrow. And there's like a few things that um, D to my nanny. It's like my main name that we grew up with together, but we grew up with like a bunch of nannies. But Dita was like the main one that we had um, for a very long time. She was a Jamaican nanny that um, used to take care of um, my maternal grandfather before he passed away um, in 2001. So um, it was a very tragic time basically for all of us. And then she ended up being up in the house, um, basically trying to take care of our son while we were in school, making us like send both me and my money and I straight while mom and dad were doing anything doing work you know so it's like crazy thing but the one thing i i i can never forget um what d told me you know basically always try to look a woman for character and not basically like what she does professor wise you know because he's he told me about like a lot of stories about like how some woman can be trifling send dudes up with false street charges false sexual assault charges and they throw the ass on the key for a handful of number of years with dudes really losing everything even their freedom having criminal records may not even have a chance of trying to go work at a big time company again over a fucking lie you know by like or like by like some treacherous woman like what they done did you know what I'm saying just trying to shield themselves from their wrongdoing that they done did like with very very city characters so some like women can get crazy some women could like be like be dealing with arguments at the time i've heard like one situation which my nanny has told me um one time where um they um there was like a couple that had a relationship together if i'm not mistaken it was years ago i'm gonna try to remember the best i can um they came by they bought a house together you know in order to try and make things cheaper you know for him to actually save his money you know he allowed basically like his partner actually just put like the ownership for only her, but you know, the moment where she really got heated over some nonsense, even though he was actually trying to stick up and actually like so evidence to see like where she was wrong and when she tried to check he tried to check her, she kicked him out of the house because he did not have any legal rest of the ownership right there and then that was it. Took all the stuff and it was game over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I never forgot those lessons that my nanny taught me, which was very huge, as well as what my parents taught me when it comes to those things. And she herself, you know, she was like a wonderful nanny. Not only she, she was like a great cook, but she was also like a great car mechanic as well, basically handling cars, you know, when you know she was up in Jamaica. And I know she had an unfortunate divorce um, years ago when she had the young kids. She's currently married now and they're doing it big. And um, I believe, they had their first child together when actually they were actually and they were actually together before um, they went to Sacramento. So basically, like when they were together first, you know, she technically cared before she married. They did have a kid together that's like way older, and then they um, broke up apart when they separated and immigrated to the West. Um, she had a second marriage and she had like another group of kids that she raised together. And then look at all of them now doing like some great things. So those qualities are all the things that I can never forget by uh, my nanny and as well as my parents and where they went through. And they had like a very extremely unique relationship where they had big impacts 
all over. Um, that man had like big impact in like New York City, but not just in the New York City area alone, but also in Haiti where he runs a nonprofit. And my mom has like a huge impact in handling cases, not just in the New York City Tri-State area, but also nationwide, mainly in Florida, um, in the Minneapolis area, in the Midwest, um, Philadelphia, DC, um, Chicago, you know, you name it. I see he's right there. You know what I'm saying? So those are the types of qualities um, that I can never ever forget. You know what I'm saying? I'm well aware of like a lot of modern women um, doing some things and please take note earlier I want to try and get like a quick apology to like a couple um, episodes ago for like the modern women part because I know you're assuming like it's like a whole journalist standpoint. Every Not modern every modern way. woman is that way. Um, I'm explaining that like modern women as a collective operate that way because there are a few modern women they're basically just wanting to learn how to be traditional. There's other mama women that are actually doing some great things, that are actually contributing and helping their partner, you know, do some good things when it comes to like relationships and marriage. And they've still been sticking together for like a very, very long time. You know what I'm saying? So please just take note of that. Now, the modern women that I'm talking about um, when it comes to uh, Cam's episodes are basically the mom women that are seeking like a high value man that at least is in their minds they're equal or higher or basically like the ones that are doing like only only fans for a living or like doing some self-proclaimed boss stuff from like a small market small market or having like one of those like small market businesses they have they're basically looking for like a high value male you know, with some Kevin Samuels is actually trying to relate now if you're basically a modern woman and you're actually uh, doing focusing on career first and getting everything done not looking to have any kids or you have basically a partner or a husband who's actually willing to be like a stay-at-home dad or is basically like you need to run the show um, and you guys are like still, actually still working together and things are going well or you have like a habit so that you actually enjoy being with and spending like a bunch of time together you know, I wish you the best of work, luck. Hopefully things work out for you and your partner. Hopefully things work out between you and your husband. And if, like, for some of you guys, you know, that some of you that just don't want any children at the time because you're so focused on the job a lot, and if he's cool with it, ain't nothing wrong with me. The modern women that I'm referring to, because I know some of them, some of them want to try to take the route and go with the average, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there are some modern women out there that want to try and go for like the higher packs and want to go up the ladder and try and get like the highest value man that they have possible when it comes to that. But unfortunately for that, it's going to come with a cost. You know what I'm saying? Um, because true high value men that know how to handle their money right. Um, that heavily focus on their purpose, you know, that heavily focus on making like a huge impact on the community and bust their asses off every day for about 68 hours a week, not doing like the average 40 hours a week, you know what I'm saying? Trying to actually work hard on their craft, trying to work hard on themselves socially and physically, spiritually, mentally, psychologically, you know what I'm saying? They, they really don't have any time to be dealing with nagging, BSing, you know paralyzing another woman because they are so busy doing like all this other work that if they do the paralyzing, you know, they're literally going to lose their mind. So they would not tolerate any paralyzing or any other BS, you know, if there's no reciprocation there. If he does not see any reciprocation from your part, 
he's going to go through that warning in order to actually keep his, his, his own composure. And yeah, he, he has his own stance as well. You know what I'm saying? There's some high-value men that may expect their partners to actually be sacrificing job and, you know, basically work for them. You know what I mean? They may have them, like, do, like, a bunch of housely duties while basically under their own, while he pays her an allowance, makes her, like, tea straight, and, like, they go, like, shopping the whole nine yards. As long as he allows her to have the freedom of choice. You know what I'm saying? But they may ask that. You know, there are some high-value men that are like high-quality entrepreneurs. I watched a clip um, that basically saying um, that it has um, this like a clip called Marrying Millions. If I'm not mistaken, that was on A&E where they had like a couple. We have like a very young entrepreneur who's actually doing well for himself, right? They met up in uh, San Diego um, with like a younger, um, basically younger girlfriend at the time. And he ended up trying to move the business to um, Las Vegas um, for two minutes in order to preserve the business, in order to get maximum income. And, you know, the girlfriend basically wanted to tag along and actually live along for the ride. But the boyfriend at the time wouldn't allow her to just go leave to home and actually stay at home and do nothing. He actually wanted the girlfriend to go work and learn how to make money. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to go work for a living. He wanted her to go work as a bartender and understand the value of money and understand, like, how money works. So that his business doesn't either like so that she doesn't fuck up his business, she doesn't fuck up his entrepreneurial ways or entrepreneurial endeavors, you know, basically to try and make sure the brand is still intact. But because she felt uncomfortable at the time, or she felt spooked and you have friends coming by and influencing her saying, Oh, he don't good for you, you don't pass life, she first on nine, you know. Unfortunately she ended up leaving him. She didn't see she got she the program that he was on that he set up for her. You know, it was so overwhelming, and unfortunately, she dipped. You know, and look what happened now. Uh, God knows what happens now, but, you know, it's a, so some days they may just dip out of your program if they just don't like this on comfy, and unfortunately, that's part of the game. And there may be um, some other high value men that we have that may expect from you, if you have your own career, to contribute financially as well. If he has to be working, paying the majority of the bills, he's got to be funding some of the assistance also. So, this is the game. And this is what Kevin Samuels is trying to explain when it comes um, to dealing with this type of lifestyle, especially with the average best video. And that's why that clip ended up going viral because you see a lot of men never even experience this type of blunt honesty to a woman that like they hadn't seen before. And also you have a lot of women that are outreach as well. That's why the attention level is all the way high. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll discuss about the Kevin Samuels situation probably in future episodes. But this is a route that you're dealing with if you choose to deal with a high-value man. Um, a lot of high-value men that you've seen aren't going to tolerate the 50-50. They're going to expect to be lean. They're going to be there. They are expected to be the facilitator. They expect you to actually um, follow their lead and them being the facilitator. You know what I mean? That, 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 that's what you're basically on. They want to facilitate the whole deal. They facilitate the shots. And then you're not, if you're not willing to actually come along for the ride, you know, you have the right to leave at your own discretion. So that's what they're basically discussing. And as far as with the average men, you can still deal with them as well because there's still hope. I, I, I get the whole Kevin Samuels thing, saying my dog die alone. But realistically, I, I don't think realistically that's practical in the way because, you know, there's always going to be some men that will be willing to pestilize over you. But there will be some average shows as well that probably will not tolerate the pestilizing at all. You know, if like they most get out of line or they have other stuff to be here, they're trying to elevate to like another level to try and be the best they can be, whereas like a high value man or whatever, 
it is, or being high value spiritually, make sure it have all the structures in place. And he needs like a certain structure in order to keep it going, especially when he has either a mental illness or a learning disability. You know what I mean? Take me for example. Many of y'all know I'm autistic, right? Many of you know I have um, Asperger's syndrome, you know, anxiety, depression all over the place, you know, tendency to violent outbursts, and like if you don't have any muscle control and you get angry, you know, I have problems with that. Um, I was involved, I was actually um, in, in talks with um, scheduling a date one time um, with um, basically, um, basically, um, basically like a woman that was like young, younger than me, and I know she had like her said and everything being a full-time lawyer she has a lawyer degree you know bless her heart and everything which is good you know so I because I know because I found out we're in the suite that she was up in Florida I'm not gonna say her name basically for um, personal and private reasons to protect her identity um, she's basically a very bright young woman and uh, my cousin basically introduced me to her right so I'm like, okay, let me try to, cause I know, let me try to actually just up my skills and up my communication skills and dating, and see what I can try to do and improve that and try to give her opportunity to see who she is. So I got word from her that she was basically trying to come to DC in time when I was in DC. She was planning to come by around January 2021, like literally over a year ago. She was planning to stop by and have some business over there. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe we'll schedule a date, like, probably whenever you get there, probably, like, on a Saturday, maybe we'll have some fun, and, you know, everything was set, and I was basically having some fun, and, you know, I'm, I'll continue to have my business, and, like, let her do her, and then, like, the morning date comes, and I'll just call her probably right around the day before I confirm, and good to go. You know, between the three weeks, you know, she's out here calling, you know, calling, texting every day, saying, hi, what you doing? virtually every single day and I just ignored it and continued to let it be because I didn't want to try and give away too much information, right? Big mistake, actually set up a date three, week, three four weeks in advance before they get actually very needy, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, all, all women needs is validation at the end of the day, right? So, came by like a week later when like she gave me a little bit of a sign language I didn't sniff because, you know, kept the same person. Same insult guilty, right? You know what I'm saying? I saw one of the signs where she was still turning me at the time, didn't notice it, like she just played along saying, hey, is everything all right? I don't want to try and go too deep into the text, but she was asking me one question basically on, um, have I had any previous partners before? And I told her, hey, I'm single and all that stuff. And I told her why she'd be concerned about all the previous partners that I have, right? No, no mean to disrespect at all, and she kind of felt smooth because she thought I was like being a bit harsh, but I told I was being straightforward, you know. And if I did have a partner that would go get dealt with like any unnecessary arguments, because I told her I struggle with emotion, I, I have like a very short temper. If I deal with like any type of crazy argument to a point where it's like literally out of bounds, worst case scenario, I ghost them without warning. And I noticed that she was taken aback, and I said, hey, I, I told her I hope it's not the case, and I don't want it to be the case. And I basically just let it be at that. Um, within, like, the day of the date, like, we had, like, some fun, like, some minor soul craziness here and there. And then we went to the place where she stayed, where I saw, like, a big red flag where she was sleeping over, like, another dude's place, and they were claiming that they were friends, so 
I look a little bit of a concern on that end. I actually went a little bit out of bounds with, you know, he's getting horny, he hadn't had that experience before. I was really blunt with that. Didn't start the environment. I didn't catch that until my cousin reminded me until the next day. Um, basically, within that day, I was like, what I went wrong? And that's when I'm like, oh, right. So I gave her like another day at the time, you know, basically just handling business. And the moment came by, like the following night, you know, I basically apologized to the date. Um, in regards to that, I told her, hey, I was sorry. I was a little bit out of line. I was a little bit social. I didn't understand the social situation that was there. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to try and have a little bit of fun the next time around. And then I, I, I get the point where she was like a little bit saying, why are you asking, why are you told me, told me you're horny? But all the other stuff actually came by that was unrelated. She was asking me questions like, why are you asking me if I'm a virgin? Why, why aren't you talking to me like all these signs in between? Why are you talking about ghosts and all that stuff that was like just irrelevant? I was just actually listening and then she was actually showing her insecurity right there. And then like the, like the next like the, the, the next sentence that she was actually saying is, my career comes first and you're gonna have to put more in effort in order to keep me around. I'm thinking to myself like ding, 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 big red flag. Because if, if, if I deal with someone that claims that they don't really need me, he has all that guard of insecurity. Why would I want to even be in a position with someone who, who doesn't need me and then if in a relationship which relies on an independent? I, I have to feel needed in the way. And my needs have to be met as well. You know, you, you have to be interdependent within one another. Relationships don't really work on independence. And that's what a lot of modern women don't understand. So Later that night, I mean, we had our fun and, you know, the rest was history and all that. And then the next day when we were texting, um, I, I saw enough red flags saying, nah, this, I, I can't even take her seriously because she's long distance all the way up in South Florida. It was like a red flag from there. But I asked her some more distant questions just to try to be sure there's like, maybe like there's another out that was there. But red flag after red flag. Uh, um, next thing came about where I, because I know she was asking me a question like, other than support, um, what are your other qualities you're looking for in a woman? Um, basically, I basically said being submissive, cooperative, being a help me. Um, basically, like, be, be, like, actually, I should have said, let me facilitate. When I got the drift, which I should have said, let me facilitate, like, the whole relationship. She said, following my lead, the whole relationship, and she was saying, lead as in who? And I was explaining, following my lead, the whole relationship, and she was like, uh, interesting. And she said, hey, have you ever been in relationships before? There's no lead to follow your partners. And I responded saying, I understand that part, and I also learned that there's never really a true 50-50 when it comes to relationships. When I when I hear no lead and follow, that really means 50-50. Where realistically it's not even the case because we don't have, we don't share like the same exact organs, you know, organically. Uh, if it's like a same sex relationship, it's possible. But when it comes to like man or woman, in the case that she gets pregnant and she's on bed rest, and you gotta be doing like the majority of living, majority of work, there's never a true 50 50 when it comes to that. There's never a true 50 50 when you propose to ring and have a woman have your last name. You know what I'm saying? 
and that's the biggest red flag that I saw right there. And the, like red flag after red flag after red flag was like the whole big reason why I just couldn't really take it seriously. And those are like the most important parts of that situation. And then I asked her about um, the upbringing that she had. And the moment she told me that she was raised by a single mom, and she told me that like the dad cheated on her like at like a very early age, and like the mom did out. But oh, aha! Mm, now I see what trauma comes from. You know what I'm saying? I, like she, she endured like some traumatic experiences where she had to actually had to have like some very tough skin. Where at least he had like some father figures in the uncle that could help assist at the time. But they still had to try and develop like her tough skin going to private school to a point where she like where she ended up being the woman that she is today. Which is amazing and like it's a huge accomplishment itself. But the mentality with the whole because the moment I hear my career comes first, well, God knows what may happen, this uh, song in the pen, I don't need a man mantra. That's a red flag for me right there. I'm like, uh-oh. So, at that point, you know, didn't take it seriously, just like ghosting her all the way throughout. You know, she says she's going to take a step back. At that point, I just didn't really care because I just actually ghosted her by that point. You know. So, the moral of the story um, is this. Relationships are fully based on interdependence, right? And if you put your partner in a place where you feel like you're showing any subtle signs where you just don't need him in any way whatsoever, if your partner feels like he, 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 he's, he's got to feel me. And when you give subtle signs to the point where you're saying, hey, I don't really need you, I got this thing all by myself, you're just thinking like, why the heck am I here? And more than likely, he won't go through that warning. You know what I'm saying? Because he knows that relationships are based on interdependence. Relationships are based on like working together, making sure that it's like a process both sides. You know what I'm saying? If you if you show him any signs where he feels like he's not needed, if you show him signs where you see like other dudes up in the room and like I I can understand maybe like you sleep with other girls, but when you're sleeping like with other dudes that you claim that you're friends with, and you got like another dude in the room have an awkward situation, he's not going to take that lightly. He, he, he going to look at you sideways. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are the things. This, this is why, you know, you see a lot of dudes out there that actually see these things, you know, they go for the quickie and they actually, like, like, they actually just bounce and not take them seriously. They'll probably talk every now and then see if they can get that quick from you, but they're not going to commit to you fully in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I got, like, that, that that's the whole thing I got out of the whole, um, experience out of it and, and not only that in some cases when it comes with that um what i didn't bring up and um i know it's like a very serious situation when it comes to women is basically weights and honestly i don't want to try and like demean anyone do anyone's weight and everything because i understand the whole body positivity movement and all that because everyone's just crying about fat phobia and the whole nine yards but my concern with that i know I was dating. Let me try to put it that way to try and um, get in this words to try and soften the blow. Um, I was dating basically someone that was actually like about 75, around 100 pounds, at least heavier than me at the time. So I basically weigh like around 230, 225, and I'm dealing with one that's like about 280, 300 pounds ish. And down the line, when I actually see a potential relationship with that long term, if she's not willing to actually put in any like work with like the gym, 
getting any intense like strength training, any intense um, calisthenics or exercise, not just with the yoga alone. Intense strength training where she has to slowly build herself up and do like a good nutrition plan to actually replace some of the food that she's needing now. If she's not heartily fully committed in that situation, my concern is I may not be able to see her for a long time. I may see her immediately, which is okay. But, you know, I may not be able to see her for a long time. You gotta be dealing with maintenance issues at a hospital where she could be at risk of, God forbid, like losing limbs. That, that was one of the concerns I was seeing behind the scenes. Losing limbs if she had cancer, losing limbs before, plus possibilities of chemo, dealing with chemotherapy, diabetes, sudden heart attacks, sudden strokes. You know, it, it, it was a serious concern for me at that point as well um, when it came to that. You know, basically that that was my preference. That like that that was my personal concern at the time. It, 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 it's not that like the whole um, weight situation and saying oh you're fat and everything and I'm just real clean on no because I want to do the same thing if she was like extremely skinny or even if it, like if she was actually fully fit I still treat like the same way regardless but long term health wise was also my concern as well and I'm actually almost like close to friend I gotta try and low 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 my god low low I'm still a little bit I'll see myself I'm doing a lot of the strength training training I'm doing you know so if you're expecting to make certain demands and, you know, you want to do all this communication, what, what are you willing to give your partner in return? Other than trying to talk to him every day. You know, I didn't give him other photos and doing all that stuff. You know, are you willing to play the background? You know what I'm saying? Like when, you know, when it's his time to shine and like a certain event that he's doing, are you willing to play the background? Because he'd be more than willing to play your background if you have your own special event whenever like whenever your career unfolds, you know, whenever your professional unfolds and you have a special ceremony and a war ceremony, he more than willing to do that because it's your moment. But are you willing to play a background for his moments? You know what I'm saying? That's the question I have, and I understand where Kevin Samus is going with all this. Like in no way is he's trying to intend to harm or degrade any woman in any way. And again, I'll be able to discuss um, that definitely in the future for that. All we're basically saying in this, um, how's that saying this to me? Please treat us with the same respect that we give you. You know what I mean? If you demand respect from us, we also demand the same respect that um, we give you, you give us. You know what I mean? Don't be giving us all disrespect. Don't be blowing us up in public because the moment that we do that, um, don't be surprised if a man goes through without warning in order to keep his composure. And if you're still concerned and you, know, you have like past unhealed traumas that you're dealing with from previous relationships or previous solid experience traumas that you're dealing with, or if, um, you know, God forbid, whatever deep insecurities that you have, <laughs> right? It is never good to post all these complaints on social media and start whining about it all day, right? You need to go seek a therapist immediately. And you need to go seek a therapist often so you'll be able to hassle all your issues with your psychologist or therapist so that she'll be able to give you a plan to actually get your mind right. And also, have a, have a recommend you actually go see some life coaches as well in regards to that. You know what I mean? 
And not just that, if you also have concerns that your eggs are dwindling and you know your biological clock is ticking, any for your form safe possible, because I know like with women in like the 30s and up, you know, from what I've been hearing, you know, the eggs technically dwindle as women age, if I'm not mistaken, because like the menopause would be like the 40 to 60 range, right? But I may be wrong because I'm not a professional gynecologist because I don't have like the full sets on that, so I can't really dig too deep. All I could basically say is please, please, please um, go seek a gynecologist in regards to that matter just to make sure that your eggs are fully right as soon as possible. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're the client say, hey, my time and actually marriage is up, and, you know, I, I feel like I just don't. I feel like I'm just not suitable to maybe have children or maybe deal with um, something where I could try and bring them what a man can give or if you're not feeling comfortable actually getting a man, actually getting a man. And if you want to do the artificial insemination route, which one of my friends is currently doing right now. Um, me personally, I'm a, little bit, I'm a little bit concerned with that, but you know, that's not my shine. You know, I wish her the best of luck. I wish the family the best of luck. But um, I digress on that. All I can say is, um, please, 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 um, if you chose to take that route, um, make sure that child that you have has a fatherly figure, whether it be um, your, your male cousins, whether it be your uncles, uh, whether it be a male role model that you feel comfortable in with, that child that needs a father figure, relative father figure in his or her life, if you choose to take that route. So when it comes to that, you know, it, it, if you choose to start it up, because I know there's like certain professions where, you know, you got some robotics, you got a lot of female CEOs that are actually killing it, making like about 100, 200K an hour, right? Half a mil, a million a year, you know, they're actually killing it. We also have to uh, look into like the realistic perspectives, you know. You can definitely get average guys, you can definitely get top tier guys, but if you go for the top tiers, they got the expectations as well, you know, with like the high value, half a million a year, a couple million a year and up, you know what I'm saying? They got their own expectations as well, is what we're seeing from Cam Newton when it comes to his expectations, because he's an athlete. He making millions of dollars a year and he's still learning how to invest his money. So he has his own rights, his own expectations of what he expects from women when they actually step into his door. Because he's got children as well. Whenever they try to date him, those are his expectations. And if you're not willing to buy by that, you know, that's not the right man for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you, um, I'm, I'm not trying to control your decisions because, again, you have the freedom of choice to do whatever you want to do. All right? So um, with that being said, you know, Oh, 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 wait, wait. Before I go, I got something to mention. Yeah, I got something to mention. Wait, then, wait, wait just one bit. Alright. So, um, in closing, right? Um, in relationships, it's not your partner's job to make you happy. It's your job to make yourself happy. It's your partner's job to supplement you in your happiness, right? If you don't learn how to love yourself, if you don't learn how to make yourself happy from within, you will never be fully happy. And vice versa with your partner. If you don't learn how to love yourself and appreciate yourself from within you, inside you, you know, you will never, ever be fully happy. And no one else, not even your friends, not even your spouse or even your children, 
to try to fill that void, that major void for you. All right? Now off to the main. You know, it's very, very odd to me when you hear some women say, you know, their career comes first or they'll have another tone saying, hey, I can be bad all by myself. But yet they, when they try to actually go for the person they're interested in, all of a sudden they try to actually text you almost every day to see if you're going to try and dictate communication. Why don't you speak to me? Da, 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 da. It, it, it just this goes to show at the end of the day that they truly need you and they just need your validation for that security. You know, which is kind of quite odd to me, you know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong or maybe am I bugging? I don't know, but that that's what I've experimented when I had that experience with dating. So. Um, one more side note to the model women that carried before they married and have not yet had a brandy finger. Um, if I know if like if, if you guys are still together with like your boyfriend still and you're just not comfy marrying yet, you know, that's the exception. You know, you, I, don't, I don't know like that's that's not going towards you. It's for um the currently the single moms, you know, with no boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? They want to try and seek the high value men. If you're dealing with a high value man with no kids, you know, let the dogs come out. Like your chances are literally slim to none. All right. You're better off actually getting someone that, that has kids, whether it's like a high value dude or an average dude. That's like your best bet to have. So anyway. All right, for the men in this Cam Newton scenario, um, it's just really, really simple. As I say it again, it's not your partner's job to make you happy. You got to make yourself happy for the end. You got to follow your purpose in order to fulfill your needs um, before someone else does it for you in the worst way. You got to do that. And once you get that stuff done, then people in the outside service will supplement your happiness. Right? Um, so what I'm trying to say is the reason why... We're seeing like the rise of more modern women out there today. We've seen more rises like in modern women involved in OnlyFans and whole nine yards. Is due to a lack of leadership from us. Is due to a lack of facilitationships and a lack of leadership by example from us. You know what I mean? Because we don't hold um, women accountable for the mistakes they've done. We don't check women for the disrespect that they give us, for the self disrespect that they give us. Um, we don't check those things by actually giving them light warnings and then walking away after the fact. You know what I'm saying? And I want to try and leave out with this, right? Always make sure that you're feeling needed um, in a relationship. Always. Because if your partner shows that you're not, um, if your partner shows you in any way that she does not need you, then, you know, the relationship's doing to fail and clearly she ain't the right fit for you walk away, right? She disrespects you in any way, shape, or form. She acts a fool or acts crazy or acts out of order in any way, shape, or form. Walk away. That's the only power you have when it comes to that. You don't need to um, figuratively put a foot on her neck. You don't need to call her any crazy names, calling her bimbos and all that stuff, and um, turn up a little her or actually deflate her ego. You ain't gotta do none of that. Just walk the fuck away. Go through without warning. That's all you need to do. Continue to find your purpose. And if another woman wants to come online and be with your program and actually have you have you do and actually want to join join in and actually enjoy doing the things you love to do, 
know what I'm saying? Welcome that. But, you know, if, like, she's out here literally nagging and having all these deep insecurities from all that unhealed trauma that she had in the past that had nothing to do with you, just walk away. Because it just comes to show that she hadn't really fully healed her issues before she came back in that relationship. You gotta make sure that you're fully healed as well, that you're fully and you're fully straight, that you're able to recover um, in order for you guys to get back in there also. You know what I'm saying? So, all that closure that they actually trying to trying to receive, if you just throwing out dating and they just trying to say, oh, why you ghosting me on closure? Who cares? Because y'all just dating. But if you guys are committed and you're in marriages, it's a different story. But if y'all just dating, y'all feel each other out, you don't owe her shit. So I'm, I'm just like laying, laying the background, um, back, back, background for like this whole thing and the whole scenarios. Um, when dealing with modern woman or any low value woman or a traditional woman that is just deeply insecure and you know can fuck you up at any given time, any woman that disrespects you, no matter who she is, ghost. Also, gents, always, 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 always. Um, stay sharp with less, as many types of condoms as you can as possible, um, minimum. Latex condoms and pyurethane condoms and any type of form of condom you have possible because, you know, there are some baby trappers out there that you know nothing about, you know what I'm saying? They could be like as young and dumb and, you know, with college years all the way up in their 30s where they buy a lot of pocket sipping and they get very desperate trying to contain your seed by any means necessary the modern woman route of carrying before you marry. And it's not worth trying to risk your livelihood, drain your finances, and have at all unnecessary stress. You know, just because you want to just hit it raw and like go all crazy and then you pay heavily in the back end. So, always stay strapped on that. You know, please don't fuck any women raw and then put them in a tight situation because God forbid if something happens. Oh, and also make sure that, like, once you're done with all your fucking and, like, the classroom and all that, you know, make sure you have that specimen thrown out or fleshed out under your guidance. You can't leave it in the vicinity of your woman because God knows, you know, you don't know what type of woman you're going to get. You trife because you can easily slip in all those specimens and all those uh, containers worth of fluid up inside her. You know, you know, the situation happened up in the insecure condola, right, with, um, Lawrence and Gondola, right? Where, like, Lawrence is like, using the best protection possible, but the dawn of being sneaky with it, and then look what happened now. So, I advise you on that. You know what I'm saying? Always keep your guard up, because God forbid, if she gets pregnant, and you don't know who the father is, it's going to be a crazy whirlwind and, like, an insane and manly form of stress and trauma that you could be dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And God forbid, if they find out you're going to fall and you don't step up, you know what I'm saying? If any form of mistreatment comes on that, you know, like your girl or partner treats you well and, you know, and she actually literally does nothing wrong and is actually proven, you know, and up literally cheating for sport and she catches you cheating, or, you know, y'all have a baby together and it's found out that you're the father and it's confirmed that you're the father, but yet you cheat, you do little to none to actually, um, take care of the daughter or actually take care of the kids. Unless I'm like this, I'm like special exceptions to the rule where she becomes a nuisance and all that stuff and you're forced to make difficult decisions. You know, if you don't take care of your kids for no reason, no. This is how the synonyms and the I don't need for. A mate. 
none, unfortunately. Due to that past trauma, you know, the strong and the pen don't need a man. You know, I don't need a man. I could do bad all by myself. I'm the type of woman. They are forming with winning those women to the fact that this trauma has been placed within them. And because of your mistakes, reckless mistakes at that. You know what I'm saying? So please be wary of it. You know what I'm saying? Please be very careful. You know, please lead by example, um, based on what I'm saying here. You know what I'm saying? And you know, this is just make sure, because I know with Cam, you done did some reckless stuff as well with like other women and like impregnating a woman. You don't want to end up being like the serial impregnator, like a feature or like um sperminator or whatever it is, where you just like looking sperm all over these women and having all these babies. You don't want to do that. And then your engine canal just gives you a case. Ain't worth it, dog. So, that's it. That's all. Um, be on the lookout for, you know, who's legit up on these Masters streets, who's not legit on these Masters streets, and who's really borderline and what they say and what they preach. So, that's it. That's all for the Camion situation. All right. Chris and Paul from the Bob Congress signing out. Deuces, deuces, deuces. See you next time.